1: Who that say they gon' beat them say? Who that? Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them say? Who that? Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them say? Who that? Who that? Yeah. Huh? Boogie like Benson, i am a to who that? i am a to who that? Long as I'm living, i am a to who that? Lose or winning, i am a to who that? Sports coma, yeah. This is where we do that. 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 Huh? Boogie like this, and I'm a hoota. I'm a Sports coma. This is where we, do that. where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody, please, better help. Running this thing like running Elf. Thing I like thank God every day I'm not, a felt. I'm not a felt, Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. guys if you ain't ride or die, die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut, shut down. Panthers ain't much t- Touchdown. touchdown, the vision really belong to us now, uh, so now. much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell, yeah. ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, yeah. when things seem fishing and you probably smell, yeah. the crooked yeah. referees yeah. are Roger Goodell, yeah. love yeah. Yeah. like this and I'm a hoot, I'm a hoot every day I'm living, I'm a who lose or win and I'm a hoot, winning, I'm a hoot, I'm a hoot it's the sports coma. this is where we do that, yeah. where we do that, at. Yeah. where we do that, at. Yeah do that, but we do that, but we do that, that, uh, but boogie like this and I'm a who that, I'm a who that, it's the Sports Coma, this is where we do that, that. we are listening to the Sports Coma yeah. with you and the guys <laughs> on the P.R.O. Media
2: Network. We expect from Davis Whiston and Michael Thomas in training camp.
3: Start with Jameis Winston because nothing more important to the New Orleans Saints and new coach Dennis Allen than the health of their starting quarterback, and it really seems to be all positive for Winston. Remember, he took part. In some of the OTAs and some of the mini camp, didn't seem really limited at all. And that is the expectation that in the pocket, he should look like Jameis Winston of old. Now, maybe uh, early on, bootlegs might look a little different, maybe a little slower than we're, we're used to as he kind of settles in. But the expectation is that full health is coming and it's all positive for Jameis Winston. Meanwhile, for Michael Thomas, man, the Saints missed him badly last year, did not play at all due to several issues regarding that bad ankle this also is headed in a positive direction did participate in minicamp but was in the building is on the same page with coach dennis allen which is extremely extremely important and there's some optimism that he'll be cleared at some point early in camp and begin to look like the michael thomas of old oh
2: that's exactly what that wants to hear. All right, Rapsheet, sheet thanks for that. Uh, guys, as we look ahead at training camp, and we look at the Saints roster. It's called
4: Nation, baby. Okay, right. We got
2: Jameis coming back. We got Michael Thomas coming back. We got Chris Olave from the draft. We've got Jarvis Landry, who's there. Don't forget Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, defensively. Honey Badger is there. Jamario Davis. I love We're also talking, talking Cam yeah, Jordan. Is this going. a joke? Do you think <laughs> they have the most complete roster in the NFC South right now?
4: I
5: think they have one. I think the Bucks has mm-hmm. got to be in the conversation
2: sure. as well. Sure. And- Make-
4: cut it out boy big ups to the black and gold we in the building much love to the fam appreciate y'all man big shout out to the fam man we back in the building after a brief hiatus much love appreciate all of the well-wishing the condolences i like to give a special shout out to the entire great saint thank tank for having my back during this difficult time for those who don't know my youngest sister passed away uh last thursday thursday morning she passed away uh, she was 44 years old. We were very close. It's a very difficult thing to deal with, but we are dealing with it the best way we can. And I appreciate the support for all the beautiful people out there uh, for rocking with your boy in this very difficult time. So I'm back here fam. And I'm going to continue to kind of try to do my thing the best way I can do the thing for the who that nation. So uh, we're going to fire it up, man. We're going to have a little uh, here from a couple of people right here as Willie McGinnis uh, spits his game about uh about what he feels the black and gold thank you brother tramal uh for being a member for the last 24 months my friend the pro megastar salute my fam appreciate you much love blessings upon you guys thank you as well appreciate you thank you all right uh let's listen to willie mcginnis man uh as he has to throw his his beloved uh brother tom brady who he won championships with with new england he has to throw him in there no disrespect to big game, James, but nobody touching the Saints with acquisitions in the NFC South. Let's hear this.
2: In the NFC South right now.
5: I think they have one. I think the Bucs mm-hmm. has got to be in the conversation sure. as well. And Carolina did a little bit, you know, to, to get better in the offseason. But I will say this. This team... We saw what it looked like without a quarterback last year. They struggled. And we saw what it looked like without talent at the receiver or depth at the receiver position. I won't say talent, depth at the receiver position, because it was the Alvin Kamara show last year. They've tooled up. They understood where their deficiencies was, what they needed. They went and got some receivers, take the top off. Michael Thomas could be healthy. Camaro be there. Jameis Winston, he came in. He followed the script of Pete Carmichael, the offensive coordinator. He is familiar. He is comfortable. He knows what he needs to do. He took care of the ball. The number one thing he needed to do in that system is don't force things because you have weapons around you. Take care of the football with a top 10 defense. I don't see why they shouldn't be one of the top teams in the NFC. They certainly are one of the top teams. And I don't know if you're a gamer or a video gamer or whatever. Thank I'm a gamer. You, you and so when are you're you? a gamer, you Like How you can you? grab the most talented team, but whoever's on the <laughs> stick may play with them differently. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at Pete Carmichael because Sean Payton is a top five play caller, dead or alive. Ooh. And so now you're talking about Pete Carmichael stepping in does he have the answers to the test can he make the adjustments does he game plan differently does he know how to utilize all of the pieces of the puzzle to get it going to me that's the biggest challenge for the New Orleans Saints is how does Pete Carmichael help this offense go from good to great with Jameis Winston it is all on the play caller
4: now listen that is very fair and that is what I call great commentary now that's a fair fair commentary from Bucky Brooks Dropping the game, saying that the biggest question is the play calling. That way he laid that out. I have no uh, angst. Uh, I can't say nothing bad about that because that is big. Uh, having Sean Payton not being the play caller there uh, and having Pete Carmichael there, who is his key understudy, and most of the people that – it would helps Pete Carmichael's his familiarity with the players, the system, and the scheme. So the Saints did a wonderful job overall of doing their best, of making sure too much change didn't happen. Now, of course, y'all guys remember – We were attempting to get offensive coordinators before Pete Carmichael decided to take uh, the job as the O.C. It didn't come out the gate that way. At first, he just wanted to be a guy that was in the room, not the man. And ultimately, as the Saints started interviewing offensive coordinators, Pete Carmichael then decided or maybe somebody talked him into it of stepping back into it and saying, listen, we'll make sure we protect you. Listen, this is a supreme opportunity for you to get a shot. You know, you know, Jameis, you have a familiarity with all these wide receivers. And, you know, these quarterbacks, they know your system. We've been running the same system for years. So it's not a a different system. We are like, okay, what it'll look like. We know we've seen Pete Carmichael in action in in past years. And we know that he helped Coach Payton construct the playbook or like I like the kid about and call that Waffle House menu that Coach Payton used to have in front of his face. Pete Carmichael had a lot to do that do with that. So uh, him being a man now, that's a fair question to see how it looks. Moving forward, so I can't be mad at Bucky Brooks. It was it was pretty cool. Let's listen to less of these guys.
6: Definitely, yeah. I think I'm looking forward to seeing them this year. They have a. I do believe they have the most complete roster in that division in the NFC South. Um, I think with the, uh, coming back with Michael Thomas, um, coming back being healthy, I think he adds this, that nastiness at that receiver position, um, the intimidation factor. I do believe that they're going to need t- um, to rely more on the run game a little bit um, with Alvin Kamara. That offensive line is getting healthy. They've added some guys there. So I think that's Jerry's Bird speaking now, y'all. I know y'all don't want to hear that, but that's Jerry's Bird. That's going to be a boost for them to just um, be better balance on that off... But I do believe Jameis Winston and his health is a big concern. Um, if he can stay healthy, that'll be a plus for them. He's in a contract year, so he would be really motivated to play. Um, but adding Andy Dalton behind him mm-hmm. will be a good insurance yep. factor for them, too, just in case something might might happen to him. Um, but I hope he stays healthy. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the Saints do well this year.
2: Wait a second, JB, because, you know, Willie mentioned off yeah, the top man, as, as well he should. The Bucks are still in the conversation here, but you think they do have the most well-rounded roster?
6: I do. I do. With the additions on, on defense, with Honey Badger, adding mm-hmm. him back. There, that that you know, quarterback in the secondary, like we talked about. I think that they're gonna it's gonna bring swag. I think Coney Badger come back home. You have Jarvis Landry from New Orleans. I think it's just gonna be a party down there. I think they have the, the most complete roster. And everybody's quick to talk about the regular season record that they have.
5: Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh. The regular season record. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Willie McGinnis is uh is stop being a uh, you know uh, I, I mean maybe now I need to get some money together and send Willie McGinnis, uh Tampa Bay Buccaneer, Chile to skirt or something because. I mean, it goes to beyond. It, it, it's no reason to think that the Saints have laid out Tampa Bay over the last five meetings. Now you're going to talk about regular season. Need I remind you, the Saints was kicking them people ass. Uh, they were up, uh, what, 10 points on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the reason why they lost is because the Saints got sloppy with turnovers. That should have been a win. They imploded terribly in that game. That was awful. But the reality is I guarantee you that that won't happen again. I promise you that won't happen again. I, I, I super promise you that that won't happen again. But McGillis McGinnis is a cheerleader for Tom Brady. Uh, He worked with him with, in, in uh, New England. So, of course, he's going to cheerlead him. And, of course, that's going to take him past the logic and say, hey, the Saints loaded up all this talent. But I'm still just give me TB12 and his corny commercials on television talking about. Uh, uh let let's go, baby, baby, let's go.
2: <laughs> Put that asterisk on stuff. one thing about the Saints though, one thing they don't lack is swag. And we know that. Well their rookies have reported today. Meantime All
4: right, so there it is, fam. And and uh that's what I wanted to open up the broadcast with first and foremost. And like I always been saying for some time now, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the sports coma with Big Q and the guys where we have intense, entertaining, educating and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports family. I'm Big Q. I'm in the building Uh, like I like I I like to give a shout out to the great St. Thank thank, you guys for your prayers and support during this difficult time. Uh, Once again, I love you guys. I appreciate you. And I'm representing for you and I'm representing the that nation and for my fam. So we in the building. So good to see you guys. Uh, in this thing. Thank you, brother Carlton for your super chat fam. Appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Uh, and Good to see you. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, same to you, brother. The right has been a minute, man. Had a lot going on family wise, man. Uh, and and uh, we still kind of working through that thing. You know, it's up and down with stuff like when you lose a sibling. You know, it's up and down days. It's like it's up and down. It's the best way I can describe it. And many of you out there have lost siblings before It's up and down. Uh, so, you know, we're just going to do our best. Uh, thank you once again, Brother Carlton, for um, your super chat fam. Appreciate you. And, and a shout out to the entire Who That Nation, man. We in the building, fam. So I'm not going to be with you guys for very long tonight. I'm going to try to get through some news and notes with you guys uh, and get the show over with um, uh, by 10-15, uh, whatever, whenever the time we kicked off. But uh, we in the building, though. So that was Willie McGinnis talking this mess about the Saints. of course, it's fun having that because – uh, the name of the show is the Saints uh, continue to go under the radar, which uh, is exactly what it is. And I don't understand how you continue to go under the radar with the type of signings that you've had. Jarvis Landry and Tyron Matthews signed with any team in the NFL, and that automatically catapults them into the conversation of winning the championship. But not you. Not you. Not you, Who that nation. You sign these guys, they still have teams that have far less uh, signings in in a, in a less draft than you are and they ele- elevate them above you, which is more than fine because let them act as a lightning rod for all of the, uh, uh, for all of the hype and everything that goes along and let them keep worshiping Brady and watch we take them apart. It just gives us to have a chip on our shoulder. And I actually, I, I love it. But anyway, we're going to cover that several other items uh, that I want to go over with you uh, in this stream. So fam, please feel free uh, to hit the like button. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. It's 1031. Is it? Is it 10? I'm sorry. My clock is wrong. No, no, no. Oh, your time is 1031. No, my time, (laughs) my time, central time is 932. My friend, I won't be able to have a little about 1015 somewhere up in there. But try to be a little disciplined tonight. Uh, But big ups to the fam. Thank y'all, man. Big ups and much love to everybody in the building as we get going. Please feel free. Help me out fam by hitting the like button as well. Uh, Let me hit the share stream here and we get right on into this thing. And get it going. All right. And we start off. Saints still viewed as the bottom third in the NFL is from Chris Dunnels over there at the Canal Street Chronicles. They do a lot of great work. Uh, and this inspired me to come up with the title for this one called the Saints continue to go under the radar, which is more than fine, you know. And, and of course, I opened the broadcast up with Ian Rappaport uh, talking about uh, the fact that T- Michael Thomas will be should be ready for training camp. Jameis Winston will be ready for training camp. And everybody's playing with a chip on their shoulder. All of these past losses, the Saints definitely uh, filled in their needs, overly done it on the wide receiver room. Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave, those guys are impactful there. Not to mention that we were able to get Tyron Matthew on the back end with Marcus May, who should be ready to go for training camp. But, you know, whenever he gets his uh, court situation in August, he should miss three games uh, starting when the regular season starts. But nonetheless, we, we got depth and we're prepared. And let's jump in this one right quick, fam. Is, uh, the reason they say they play the games after a decade plus of being viewed as an immediate uh, contender in the NFL due solely to the duo of Breeze and Peyton at the top, the Saints are now faced with uncertain uncertainty moving forward. The uncertainty has tick, uh, trickled into the NFL media and fans, with many pundits questioning the legitimacy of the Saints' chances in 2022. For instance, CBS Sports' latest power ranking. The Saints came in as a bottom third team in the NFL, 21st. You won't talk about disrespect, you know. But anyway, the New Orleans uh, New Orleans hit, and this is what they had to say, New Orleans coach Dennis Allen has some big names at his disposal. The questions are mostly regarding their availability. Consider Jameis Winston, Elvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, at the big three at QB running back wide receiver. Winston's coming off an injury. Kamara is due for a suspension, and Thomas has barely played in two two years. Yeah, he ain't been hurt. Rookie Chris Olave and Trevor Penning may all, all offset the uncertainties out wide and up front where Tyrone Armstead departed. But even then, Winston proven to be a rather mercurial arm. Really, the D even with notable losses like Jenkins and Williams still has trusty regulars in Cam and Demario. But how much do Tyron Matthew and Marcus May have left in the tank? Really, these guys are still in the prime. Marcus May's not that old, by the way. Tyron Matthew, don't matter how old Tyron Matthew is he's still effective, you know, and he will come into the game. It's, it's like they're thinking he's he's walking around with a uh, white beard and he's ready for the, the scrap heap. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, it, you know, you think about it. That they, they guy even mentioned, matter of fact, in this article, he didn't even make, mention Jarvis Landry. So if you talk about Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston, if you, scout, if you look at Jameis Winston, he didn't have a big injury history. But it's only when they talk about you they gotta downplay you. Elvin Kamara, we don't know what's going on with that. But we have depth. We'll be we'll be fine. Michael Thomas is, you know, he haven't played in two years because he's been hurt, but we got Jarvis Landry. He's not mentioned. Chris Olave, Trevor Pinion, those guys help out as well. And Malcolm Jenkins and Marcus Williams. Now you gonna start chouting out Marcus Williams like he was a pro bowler? Like he was a big time Pro Bowl player and Malcolm Jenkins was at the back end of his career. He was smart, but he was he lost several steps. Marcus Williams did a decent job, but you definitely upgraded in the safety area. And Marcus May is a guy that when he's when he's healthy, he plays. But the Saints have depth behind that guy. Really curious, they put the Saints at 21st. A smart guy would have kind of had him somewhere in the middle of the pack. But 21, That I hate to look at who they have ahead of us. And of course, the sentiment was echoed by Walter Football, who had the Saints in a similar spot. They put you at 22, right? Previously, you were 20th, and Peyton and Breeze are gone. And they had, they had you at 20th with Peyton and Breeze. Armstead and Marcus Williams, too. The Saints have a chance to win. What we thought was absolutely terrible in FC South, but Tom Brady ruined that by canceling his retirement plans. Really? So we got some more uh, guys we need all the skirts for. New Orleans will now be in a mediocre or slightly better purgatory until the front office finally decides to blow up. The entire operation begin from square zero as the hall of fame running back once said, really who wrote this? Who wrote this crap? They got you listed at nine and eight. Well, last year, this year, it's all about until you finally blow it up. There will be no blow up. You, you I'm about to say something. This will not be a blow up of the team. The saints have a healthy mix of youth and veterans which the youth learns from the veterans and the winning keeps going. That's that's the proper formula to long-standing success. Walter Football is an idiot. Then we go to NBC. Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Chris Olavi make a nice receiving duel. Oh, it's just nice. Not awesome, not spectacular to have the mighty Mike Thomas, Jarvis Landry, who was both of those guys are super uber uh, impactful and productive, slick route runners and true professionals. And Chris Olavi takes the tops off the defense, slick route runner in his own right. Super speed, super speed and professional. They are nice. Not fire, not awesome, but nice. But the Saints are banking on Winston, not morphing back into turnover machine. He was not Tampa Bay. Best of luck. See, and, and see, that's the type of mediocre commentary. And that's NBC with this. Best of luck that he don't morph into it. Jameis Winston's been with the Saints for three years, by the way. Last year, he had 14 touchdowns versus three interceptions, and most of his statistics were career best. This son bitch went all the way back to Tampa Bay and said hopefully he don't morph into a time. Number one, that's not the same system and scheme that he's operating under, and then I have to go through all of this. But why? They're idiots. So it's just going to show you that some of these people says, what do you think? Do you agree with these rankings? ha, <laughs> ha. Boy, you better make sure you put the uh put the block on the curse words on that comment. I tell you what, it's absolutely uh, ridiculous. But see, even if you can add Jarvis Landry, Tyron Matthew and all these players to already really good offense. You draft really well. Then you're still 21st. This is this is what we get used to. Totally stupid. All right, Let's move on and I'll uh, get some more uh, commentary. Coach Payton predicts return to coaching and 2023 destinations for longtime Saints coach. We talked about this when it's happened, man. We talked about projecting the market for Peyton services from Cody Benjamin. Remember that guy? You know, we talked about him. Remember that's Poindexter, y'all. Y'all remember Poindexter? He's back. It didn't take long for Coach Peyton to rekindle interest in coaching almost six months after and definitely stepping away from the Saints. Longtime head coach told USA Today this week he thinks he will, in fact, return to the NFL. That's nothing new. It's just a matter of when and where. It, the win will be next year, the where would probably be uh several teams that he's locked into. Even went so far as to note there are usually about six openings each year sign he'll be monitoring uh, whatever vacancies arrives in 2023. Even coaches, even teams that have coaches gonna be in the in the Ticket to try to get Coach Payton. Remember, this is all great for you, by the way, because you'll get those picks back. All right, this is the Sean Payton card we got to keep talking about. It's possible that the former Super Bowl champion coach will ultimately uh, resume his place atop the Saints staff, especially considering his contract with the Saints runs through 2024. Don't you think about it? But they would have complications. The team's offseason hired defensive coordinator, Dennis Allen, it won't work. Saints and Saints already are penciled in on Dennis Allen, Coach Payton. He stepped away from his job. He gave up his job. He got to go somewhere else. And Payton himself all but uh uh bade the franchise farewell. Abated the franchise farewell in a lengthy off press conference before taking a job with Fox in 2022. All signs point to Payton starting fresh when if when he patrols the sidelines again will be next year. That will require his new team compensate the Saints via trade. But his resume should help New Orleans draw attractive offers. With that in mind, here are six of the most logical destinations, Coach Peyton. In the event he returns in 2023, he will. Note the Miami Herald recent report that the Chargers and Dolphins would likely interest in Peyton should he should they have openness, which they will. But we don't foresee either Staley or Mike McDaniel being replaced at the just or you are out of your mind. You're absolutely <laughs> you absolutely you ever heard of a coach named Jim Wilkes? Jim Wilkes was a respected defensive coach, got that job over there with the Arizona Cardinals. They fired Jim Wilkes ass after one year. You're talking about they won't put Mike McDaniel and Brandon Staley in the street. <laughs> Are you kidding me? All right. Anyway, Seahawks and they talk about Pete Carroll and all this. I don't I don't I don't see the Seahawks as a, a prime destination for Coach Payton. The Raiders, I don't I don't see that happening either, even though they have who they got going on over there. Buccaneers, ball wheel, t- it, that would be fun and interesting if he took his ass to Tampa Bay country. I don't think he ends in the, in, in the division, to be honest, which in the NFC South, I don't think he ends up in the NFC South. The Jets, they still have their coach, Robert Seller. There. I don't think that's a team. He looking to have a team that he that's just on the cusp of something. And these teams don't fit the billing. All right, the Raiders are intriguing. Seahawks, I say no. Buccaneers, I say no. The Jets, I say no. They're just too much of a dumpster fire. The Bears, I say no. But the Cowboys is the team that a lot of people thinking about along with the Dolphins. But the Cowboys, there's one... This this one's been rumored, reported, and speculated for years, and for good reason. Jared Jones likes Peyton almost as much as, as he likes teasing current coach Michael Car- McCarthy's apparent lack of job security. McCarthy could actually be on the hot seat if he can't guide a top 10 quarterback and offense past the wildcard round in his third year at the helm, and Peyton all has all the right connections. He's, he got his family in Texas. He alluded to America's team in the Saints farewell, and the Cowboys are built to win now, and Dallas launched his own coaching careers serving as his home from 20 uh, 2003 to 2005 yeah he came from there we got him from there it's a likely destination for him am i mad about him going to the cowboys hell no we're gonna break you to get him though you're gonna give us all your draft capital that's what i'm saying he goes to miami or dallas i'm not mad at that at all the man has served his time family it's all good but we're gonna take everything you got we're gonna take we're gonna take several years of first round draft picks second round picks we're gonna we, gonna we gonna fleece you to have them we're gonna fleece you to have them so i mean you can have them and we'll, we'll send them to dallas man that's fine that'll make that's where he wants to go anywhere we've been saying that all right let's move on fam next article and this is good news right here. a latte taylor signs his contract uh right now and that's good remember we covered this before fam when we talked about this when the draft class it was almost a foregone conclusion that uh, the entire Saints draft class was signed. And I kept saying, fam, this guy ain't signed. <laughs> we kind of forgot about it. We forgot. We forgot. We did. We definitely forgot about Alante Taylor. He uh, it, it, it hadn't signed his contract yet. And I'm like, what the hell going on? But anyway, let's let's get off into it, fam. As they said, the last of the 2022 Saints class has signed defensive back. Alante Taylor is now officially in the fold announcing the signing with the team Tuesday by posting a picture of himself signing a deal under the Bible verse. Now, Taylor, whom the Saints selected with the 49th overall pick, participated in every phase of the team's NFL offseason while unsigned. Rookies reported for training camp Tuesday, and the veterans will join them on July the 27th. So Taylor recorded four interceptions and 15 passes defense in four seasons with the University of Tennessee. So it's good to have Vellante Taylor, who wears Malcolm Jenkins' old number, into the fold, signed as a rookie. So how about that? So the whole class is signed. Alante's in the building. He got his contract now, and now we can move forward with the draft class. So that was good news to hear. Alante finally got it going. Moving on. Next article, USFL offensive player of the year, Darius Victor, to work out with the Saints. We were talking about a running back and how about this one now many of you guys probably remember Darius Victor from several years ago I remember we had shows when we was covering Darius Victor I referred to him as a bowling ball the Saints had him here and he was doing this thing he looked pretty good was a violent runner I said this guy here's something else he catches the ball out the backfield here's a little bowling ball difficult but the Saints put him in the street but guess what this guy went off to the USFL he won the offensive player of the year uh, and now the Saints are working them out. So the Saints bringing them back. And this is from Siglo over at the Saints wire drop and the scoop. He said, hey, this is interesting. The Saints expect to work out fridge and running back Darius Victor ahead of training camp. And this is reported by Mike Triplett and, and also confirmed by Nick Underhill that Victor posted a dominant performance with the New Jersey Generals. He ran for 577 yards through 10 games and he scored nine touchdowns which led the spring league and won him recognition as the USFL's inaugural offensive player of the year. And he finally got some familiarity with New Orleans. Victor joined the Saints in training camp back in 2017. He ranked behind Mark Ingram, Elvin Kamara and Adrian Peterson on the depth chart. Y'all remember that? And his position coach at the time was Joel Thomas, who interviewed for the head coaching job with his all model. The Idaho Vandals this off season is still on the Saints coaching staff. And Joel, shout out to Joel, man. He's a, ter- a terrific running backs coach, man excellent coach. It makes sense that there will be some mutual interest here. Now the running back is a priority for the Saints. Whether Elvin Kamara receives an NFL suspension or not, he can miss six games stemming from an arrest at Las Vegas earlier this year. Ingram missed some time with the injury after returning to New Orleans in the midseason trade last year as he did did back up Tony Jones Jr. special teams ace Dwayne Washington. Hasn't gotten many looks on offense while undrafted rookie Abram Smith has some promise. He's got an uphill battle ahead of him to make the roster. And a player like Victor does make sense. We'll just have to see if the mutual interest materializes into a contract offered to Victor's liking. Now, you don't expect Darius Victor to want a boatload of money to sign with the Saints, and he seems like a move the Saints would make because he would be a very inexpensive contract, and the Saints have a familiarity with them and families. Like, man, Q, what's going on here? Why, we, why didn't we get the... Uh, the the you know these previous sony michelle and, and 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 the rest of these guys why not saints don't want to spend a lot of money on a temporary back so to speak that they know that whenever the suspension happens that kamara will be here so whoever they want to get it wants to be somebody that's inexpensive that has a familiarity with what they're doing and and can come in and help out so i mean if but it just goes to show you the saints are not in a a hurry to get a uh, 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 back, like you've seen who they brought in. They just, okay, we, we could have signed that guy. It wouldn't, would have been that expensive to get some of these running backs, but bringing Darius Victor in for a lick is, is very interesting, man, to be honest with you saying. So the bowling ball is back, baby. This, this, you know, and that, and that's the thing, man, we got to watch out. So we kept talking about, we need another running back for tomorrow situation. And just to put it on out there about the Kamara situation. It's a lot of speculation about the situation. Let me just say this, and I keep saying the same thing. As soon as, you know, his case is August the first, uh, when the NFL when they would've happened, uh anything could happen. They can ask for an extension, uh, they being Kamara's legal team. Could ask for the extension, pushing that shit down the line, further uh down the line. You get me? Uh and extending out more time until the case happens. They can ask for an extension. The court grants it. That puts more time in it. If they they, they settle with this man and then give him money, the NFL won't rule right away. It'll take a little bit before they rule. And then when they rule, if the ruling is not what he thinks it should be, he being Kamara could appeal the rule, which will then push it even further down. So none of So none of this as it stands right now, Hey, thank you, brother, Eric Howard for being a pro star for the last four months. None of this, man, none of this stuff right now. We can say it's for certain that when the regular season starts, Kamara going to miss six games with the suspension from week one to week six and be back by week seven. No, <laughs> the le- legal things are finicky situations because there is an appeal process. You can ask for in all these other things that I just said, so. The only thing we can do family is just be patient and wait and see what happens there because there's so many uh, things that can happen uh, that can span out that time down the line. So I'll be just caution people to be patient about this whole Elvin Kamara thing, man, to be honest with you. And the best thing the saints could do is to get somebody in place when it hits. You see what I'm saying? When it hits, then they'll have a guy there ready to kind of take up the slack and listen like I said that's the the bad side of it the good side is this happened before the Pro Bowl in February the Saints had all that time from February on down to now to do something about that running back position and the only thing they did up to par was two things they brought in Devonnie Zigbo, who they're familiar with seen him three times brought him here this is third time back in the black and gold building the other thing was they signed undrafted running back undrafted fridge and running back uh, Abram Smith from Baylor to come on the team as well. North South running power back that Dennis Allen likes. So they did that. Now they're looking at Darius Victor. Now they did look at David Johnson. They did look at Sony Michelle. Michelle went to Miami uh, Johnson. That's a whole nother thing. They didn't want to pay that much, but the saints had enough time, more than enough time to brace themselves for whatever happens with Elvin Kamara. Y'all get what I'm saying here? So just just have some patience on that, fam. That's the best thing I can say about that, man. People asking me about it, and I'm like, fam, there's no way. It's too many things to factor in the legalities of what's going on with Elvin Kamara's situation. Too many. He can, Like I said, he can ask for an extension. The court can grant it. That's even more time. That's another month or so worth of time that you would have to wait. He can settle with the guy, and then the NFL would take its time, and then after they give him – his punishment, he can appeal and, and keep and and keep playing while they work out the appeal. So it's too much, man. So it it don't make any sense to keep bantering back and forth. The Saints just do what you're doing and make sure you have a guy in place that can protect your your interests. All right, let's move on to the next article, fam. And this is from the Bleacher Report, Tyler's Conway's talking about Madden family. You know that's coming out. 23 player ratings, Derrick Henry. Uh, and this has some of the Saints. Uh, you know this is some of the interesting NFL Madden player rankings with the running backs and they've got derrick henry and nick chubb headline in the top 10 running backs let's get into it now they're saying henry may have missed nine games last season but he's still the nfl's best running back at least when it comes to madden titan star was given 97 lunch day rating by ea sports putting them one spot ahead of nick chubb and christian mccaffrey you see interesting isn't it So what they're saying is Derrick Henry may have missed them time, but he's still considered one of the top. So the top running backs that he got there, Derrick Henry with 97, Nick Chubb with 96, Christian McCaffrey. My goodness. Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson
7: Razor. Henson razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. Price picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit Prizepicks.com/play100 and use code Play100. That's code Play100 at Prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Price picks daily fantasy sports made easy.
2: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
4: And then they got Elvin Kamara at 90. That's totally disrespectful. Let me just go through the rest of it. Christian McCaffrey's a 96. Jonathan Taylor for one year with the Colts, one year doing something. He's a 95. Devin Cook, who is a good running back but is hurt all the time, is a 94. Joe Mixon is a guy that dealt with a lot of injuries. He's a 93, and Kamara's sitting up there at 90. Aaron Jones is 89. Alston Eckler's 88 and Zeke Elliott is 88. Now, to, to me, when I look at this list, only thing I like to say about this list is that this is, of course, it's a video game and that's what they think about it. But uh, video game rankings, whatever, man, you can go in there and change that shit. You don't, <laughs> you don't like how they rank. You can go in there and fix it how you're supposed to. And I know a lot of people are going to do that. Elvin um, Kamara, according to a virtual game, is definitely better than these other games. And, of course, how you justify having Christian McCaffrey 90, uh, he has six points better than uh, Elvin Kamara when that guy can't stay healthy at all. So, I mean, it's just more fanciful rhetoric from these people. And, uh, like I said, it's as it's, it's people look at it, and it, it kind of, you know, whatever, man. It, it's no video game you should have out there should have Elvin Kamara at a 90-nothing. <laughs> And Christian McCaffrey sitting up there 96. Yeah, get your ass out of here. And then, of course, we go to Madden NFL 23 player ratings. They got Tyron Matthew in, among the top ones. So Tyron Matthew felt unwanted by the Chiefs and hung out on the fridge agent market until May before landing with the Saints. That said, he's still the NFL's best safety, at least according to Madden. EA Sports revealed ratings for safeties Wednesday, and Matthew was the position's top rated player with a 94 overall. Behind him was Derwin James, the Chargers, Buddha Baker. Uh Kevin Bayard, Mika Hyde from the Bills, Justin Simmons from the Broncos, Jesse Bates, the third from the Bengals, Jordan Poyer from the Bills as well. So the Bills got two safeties in Mika Hyde and Poyer in the in the top ten. Harrison Smith's hanging in at the 90, and Jamal Adams is at former Tigers at 90 at spot number 10. So Tyron Matthew is there. So you get one right, the other one wrong. <laughs> so yeah. Tyron Matthew, listen, even the video game people know that Tyron Matthews is a, is a ball player, man. He's super intelligent, has a nose for the ball. And he, and the great thing about him and Marcus may that improves the saints with Dennis Allen. And I spoke about this before is the fact that they're interchangeable. You never, the saints could disguise coverage and totally, And that's something that these people not talking about when he went and got Tyron Matthew and Marcus may, these guys can play either safety position and can switch between either safety position seamlessly. They're both highly intelligent safeties that don't get fooled by the opposing quarterbacks. Dennis Allen, he could disguise coverages with these safeties and do all kinds of stuff that will completely dumbfound a lot of these quarterbacks out here that we got to run over in this upcoming season. So they're not talking about that. They're not recognizing that they're smooching right over that stuff. But I'm telling you, we know what time it is. Anyway, let's move on to the final article right here. Saints 90 man roster for training camp by uniform number. So, of course, we know that the 90 man roster, uh, you know, coming up for this upcoming season, fam, uh, we got to do what we do here. And thank you, Bishop. Thank you, Bishop. One love for your super chat. I mean, for your cash out, my brother. Thank you. Appreciate you and God bless you. Thank you, fam. All right. Saints 90 man roster for training camp by uniform number just to get the family members familiar. As we approach training camp, we wanted to provide another update on what the Saints' official 90-man roster looks like. There have been a few additions over the offseason. Veteran players reporting to camp in about a week. It's good to get reacquainted with everyone. So just the not just the names, but also the numbers, so when we start watching these guys in training camp. By the way, I'll be in uh, training camp on uh, what's Mondays? J- July to it'll be, uh, the, I think it's the 30th, which is a Saturday. I'll be at the camp July uh, 30th and also again in August the 6th. So just to let some of the family members know. All right. So a a, a roster cuts will be here before we know it. We put together our latest saints 53 man roster project, you know, blah, blah, blah. blah. And here's some of the uh, saints 90, uh, man roster and numbers. Number one, of course, we know Mark West Calloway keeps that number. Number two is the man, Jameis Winston three is will the clutch Lutz is back. Another big thing as well. As Will Lutz returns from core surgery, that's astronomical because he brings our kicking game together. Very big pickup. We talk about Jameis being healthy and Mike being healthy, but man, Will Lutz being healthy family is one of the best kickers in the league, uh, not named Justin Tucker. And let me tell you something, this guy means a lot because we lost several games last year due to bad kicking. We had to go through all of these different fanciful kickers and having Will Lutz back is clutch. Let me tell you something. Number three, you wearing it. Number four is Blake Gillikin, punting you all punting you off the Gilligan's Island way into the next continent somewhere. Blake Gilligan making us almost forget about Tommy Morstead. Man, how about that? Blake Gilligan's there. Number four, Andy Dalton is wearing number five for the black and gold. Number six will be more by Marcus May. So number six family is Marcus May's jersey. Kind of weird. You know, the the single numbers. I got to get used to seeing the safeties out there with those. Uh, as well. So Marcus May with number six. Uh, Taysom Hill returns uh, with the number seven. Trey Quan Smith is with number 10. Uh, Deontay Harty used to be Harris, is now Harty with his, his classic 11. Chris Olave will be wearing number 12 for the black and gold. You know, Mike is his 13. Mark Ingram with 14. Uh, their backup kicker, John Parker Romo, will be wearing 15. Uh, Ian Book wearing that Joe Montana 16. Uh, number 17 is by uh, y'all, the, the, the family favorite, Kevin White, uh, Aesop Winston, wearing number 18. 19 is the uh practice squad punter, De- uh, Daniel Wieland be wearing number 19 for training camp. Number 20 is Pete Werner, of course. Number 21 is Bradley Roby. Number 22 is Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Number 23 is Laddie Daddy in the building. 24 is Dwayne Washington. Uh, number twenty-five is Daniel Sorensen. He'll be wearing twenty-five uh, for the black and gold. The former chief, uh, PJ Williams, the old handshake coordinator, returns with the classic two-six. Twenty-seven will be Ryan right, Will be uh, worn by Alante Taylor. He'll be putting on that uh, Malcolm Jenkins old number. Uh, number twenty-eight is Devonnie Zigbo, the running back. He'll be wearing number twenty-eight. That old Mar- remember that was used to be Ingram old jersey. Uh, number 29, Paulson the Debo returns opposite of ladder daddy. Number 30 would be Justin Evans, the former Buck safety, who missed a couple of years. He returns back uh, to the Saints. Healthy. He'd be a big part of the Saints uh rotation, too, man. Coming back. The, he's an X Factor. I, you know, we're gonna talk about him down the line. 31 is Bryce Thompson. You can't keep talking about Bryce Thompson. All he does is make plays. All he does is make plays. If he stays healthy, he should be should help the Saints a lot in the secondary. And on special teams, a uh, number 32, Tyron Matthew, the honey badger, wearing number 32. Abram Smith with number 33, the running back from Baylor. Tony Jones Jr. with his 34. Number 35 is the uh, practice squad DB Vincent Gray. And then, of course, you go down another practice squad player, and Jordan Miller with 36. Another practice squad uh, defensive back, Dale and with 37. Smoke Monday will be wearing the number 38 jersey. For the black and gold, would we'll love to see what Smoke is going to do in training camp. Size, attitude—he's intriguing. Uh, number thirty-nine is Demarcus Fields, another practice squad uh, cornerback. You know, AK forty-one. Number forty-two is Isaiah Pryor, another practice squad uh, linebacker. The Saints brought in number forty-four is Lucas Crawl, the Pit uh, Bird, the, the Pit Panther. uh tight end uh, is going to be there wearing number forty-four. Number 45 is Nephi suwell linebacker, practice squad guy there. Uh, Adam Prentice, the only fullback on the roster, it will be wearing that 46. 48 is JT Gray, made a Pro Bowl last year at special teams, comes back with that 48. 49 is long snapper Zach Wood returning. Uh, Andrew Dowell uh, is the linebacker wearing number 50 in that crazy-looking helmet. Number 51 is y'all favorite. Cesar Sally Ruiz is back there with the number 51, DeMarco Jackson. We'll put up that 52. Uh 53 is uh Zach Bowen returns there. See if Zach can do something. All right, 54 is Taco Charlton as he is uh wearing number 54 for the black and gold. A long shot to make the team. Number 55 is Kate Nellis. He returns with that number. Demario Davis with his classic 56. Uh, They don't even got a picture picture for Josh Black. They they usually put like a helmet, like a Saints helmet, like a generic helmet just sitting on the field or just sitting on the bench. (laughs) None of that. Josh Black is blank. Number 57 wearing old Ricky Jackson. See, that shouldn't even be a thing. Ricky, number 57 should not be allowed to be worn by anybody, just like you won't see nobody wearing number nine. Anyway, Eric Wilson, the veteran linebacker for the Saints, is wearing his 58. Jordan Jackson is one of the uh, picks, draft picks, the last pick for the Saints this year, wearing number 59 for the defensive lineman. Gerald Hawkins, who's the veteran offensive lineman, wearing number 63. Uh, Derek Schweger was 64. Uh, Kalaku Washington, the big offensive tackle there, will be wearing number 65. Lewis Kidd wearing number 66. Another practice squad offensive lineman, Landon Young. Uh, one of our previous draft picks from a year ago is 67. There, Josh Andrew, the former Atlanta Hawk, wearing number 68, the offensive lineman guard. Uh, you, you see number, you see Cantavia Street, which was a, a interesting signing by the Black and Gold. He'll be wearing number 69 for the Black and Gold. Uh, Kentavia Street, that's the guy that put uh, Drew Brees smashed him like a, a a a old peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Number 70 is Trevor Pennon. Uh 71 is Ryan Bigcheck Ramcheck, uh Ethan Greenwich is 73, 74 is James Hurst, uh Andres Pete, you know is 75, Kelvin Throckmorton is 76, Big Forrest Lamp is 77, McCoy, you know he's 78, Sage Doxader is 79 That's the practice squad offensive lineman there. Jarvis Landry with the classic 80 number 80 jersey, Nick Vanette wearing number 81 Troutman back with 82 Jawan with 83 DeJane Dixon is the uh wearing number 84 it's always interesting to see that 84 that's that old Eric Martin jersey and always interesting to see a Saint wide receiver wear that 84 I don't know uh why it is to me but it's a classic number to me in the Saints you and really like to see that 84 uh hopefully he can do good with it uh, 85 is Kirk Merritt, the speedster there, uh, wearing that. Uh, 86 is Cahaley, Warring, the offensive, I mean, the tackle, big tight end is there. 87 is Quan Baker, who is wearing that old Joe Horn 87 jersey. Good to see. Let's see if he can kind of channel some Joe Horn there. He's wearing that 87. 88 is J.P. Holtz, the backup t- uh, tight end. Number 89 will be y- uh, wide receiver Shahid Rashid. Shahid. Good to see what this young brother can do. He had 11. I think it was special teams touchdowns, man. He's coming off an injury. Hopefully he'd be ready to go. Uh, number 89 is Dylan Soner, who I think is on the, um, on the, uh, pup list. Uh, the backup tight end number nine is passing yo to new passing yo's there. Number 91, big Jalil Johnson, the offensive lineman, I mean, defensive tackle from the Tennessee t- uh, Texans, uh, the Tennessee, the, the Houston Texans, uh big davenport's wearing number 92 david on the Yamada, you know his number cam you know his number elbert huggins is 95 granderson's 96 malcolm roach is 97 98 is peyton turner who says he's 100 percent healthy and ready to go and big shy tuttle is number 99 for the black and gold so that's everybody everybody from start to finish in a 90-man roster the saints looking good overall getting ready for the season. So yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. All right, fam, let's do a quick a recap on some of the stories we covered thus far. Saints still viewed as bottom third team in the NFL. We went over uh, this article right here, well done by Chris Dunnels, who just chronologically covers all of the crap that we had to go through and watch and listen to all of these CBS and all these other people. talk. Ranking the Saints overall at 21, 22, all this foolishness. All good, though. We also covered the article about Coach Payton and his destinations for 2023. Listen, I harbor no animosity whatsoever for Coach Payton. I think Coach Payton, I wish him a world of good. And wherever we go, wherever he goes, we are going to fleece the hell out of him. So I ain't tripping on that. Uh, Coach Payton's time is over with. We love you. We appreciate you. And now when we see you again, we're going to stump the hell out of you. So I mean, bottom line, you know, that's how I go. All right. And then this one right here. By Luke Johnson of NOLA.com, Alante Taylor finally signs their rookie contract. The entire Saints draft class is now signed. So good to have that. A lot of people say, he signed his contract? You know he didn't. And I was like, y'all know this guy ain't signed, but he participating, and it actually worked this time around. All right, and then of, of course, we covered from Saints Newswire astutely mentioning the fact that the Saints are going to bring Darius Victor. And if that name sounds familiar to you, it should because... Darius Victor is a former Saint player who was here back in 2017. I called him a bowling ball. He was running really well. The Saints had a deep running back from that year. Saints put him on the street. But Dennis Allen is a fan of the throwback. Remember, he brought Devaney Zigbo in after three times the Saints have him, maybe three times the charm. Now they're looking at Darius Victor, who led the USFL uh, in rushing this last year, had nine-something touchdowns, and was also the offensive player of the year in the spring league. So, that's pretty good there. We got to keep an eye on that. And, of course, we cover some Madden stuff. Rankings of Elvin Kamara as he's ranked number 7th with a 90 ranking on Madden while guys like a Christian McCaffrey who can't even stay healthy and and Jonathan Taylor who did it for one year. So you got Kamara who is consistently good over years and years, but he, he gets a 90 ranking. I, I, I mean, you know, whatever. You know, it's their shit. And people are just going to change it anyway. They're just going to go right into the rankings and change it what they're supposed to. And then most of these 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 preliminary rankings that they put out, they get so much pushback from the the family base and also the player that they end up changing them anyway. (laughs) You know, that's how they fill around to see if they got it where it is. And then people go, man, you need to go up and then they go in there and change it. See, that's all this is. is a filling around process to see if we are. We are we where we supposed to be. They do this shit every year. And then, of course, you look at this one. They got Tyron Matthew ranked in the safety zone, man. As a top one, I'm not mad at that. Tyron Matthew being anywhere you send Tyron Matthew of Jarvis Landry, they instantly become a Super Bowl team, but not to the Saints. They won't. They'll put you down in 21, 22, and all this fanciful nonsense. And of course, we went over the, the Saints' 90-man roster for training camp, so that we all get familiar. No, Roy, no, Rasheed. no, he didn't get released. He's still there. All right. So, so anyway, no, he didn't get released. She, he's still on the team. He was dealing with an injury, but he' all right. All right, so anyway, let's keep it going, man. Um,
7: Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to hundred dollars. Just visit PrizePicks.com/slash/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at pricepicks.com slash play 100 for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Prize Picks daily fantasy sports made easy.
4: Yeah, so that's all of the the stories right there, fam. And uh, as we get back to the main. So yeah, it's it's a lot going on in who that world, uh. And like we said, the rookies are reporting, the veterans don't report to next week. And to be honest with you, it, it's about time for some. Uh, it's time to get it going, fam. It's time to get it going. All right, and let me, we got a few minutes, like five minutes to go before we end the stream. And I'm gonna read a few comments from the family. So if y'all got any questions, quickly just throw them in the comment section. I'll do my best to kind of answer them, fam. Uh, shout out to your brother JT. Uh, Brother Scoob, good to see you. Brother Tech Saint, good to see you. Mocha, good to see you. Much love to the fam. Good to see y'all, man. Appreciate y'all as well. All right, Tech Saint say, Big Q, if Kamara gets suspended the entire season, I wouldn't be upset because he's been stupid and distracted with wanting to be a rapper. And he wants to be a rapper? Really? Why is that all the case? Why all these guys just won't be rappers, man? I mean, can't y'all, can't we have some doctors? Can we have some guys that take their money and go and invest and open up a technical school? to help out well you know we go back to the hood and 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 take a a a field that's overgrown and then paint on it and build it up and then they if they want to make it they can make it like i make it by playing football some guys do that and i don't shout down on you for doing that if you go back to your hood and do that but kind of elevate the 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 thought process too because that's been done to death you know start looking at the business sense is if you want uh 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 Uh, hood areas most of these guys come from impoverished neighborhoods but if you want to change the impoverishment of the neighborhood you start with the mindset of the people so we can be able to invest in the community if we have uh some of these guys that go and make all this money you know go back there and build a technical college you know or find somewhere there there are, are businesses that you can partner with that'll put technical colleges there you can get the land for cheap most of the stuff is under uh gentrification anyway that's the process is to run it in the ground so that the people move in buy it for cheap and then build it up and then raise the slowly raise the area up so where you can't afford it and then you have to move to another area economically speaking it's just redlining this is a common uh economic uh warfare tactic <laughs> you gotta understand how things go man but anyway that will change the dynamic but yeah i i, well, I don't understand why all of them won't be rappers man and then what you you they're not I I don't get that man I don't understand that at all that has been done to death man I mean do something else why don't you I guess they all gravitate around the same bubble of thought you know sometimes you gotta elevate man you, you know you got to thank you a text yeah he made some decisions man that was a bad decision uh doing that not walking around after being out there five o'clock in the morning which you expect gonna happen fam unless you ain't out there working or or doing something you out there operating what can i tell you fam you know it's just a this is a bad deal all right black charles says he said that's what i like about our secondary all hybrids may matthew Gardner johnson even pj williams offense yeah, exactly I a good comment charles good comment all right all right so uh yeah reginald said boy stop those lies about the shaheed he got something like family or a new kick punt which what i don't know reginald uh reginald i don't know what you're talking about brother he said stop those lies about shaheed he got something like him New kick. I, I don't even understand what you're saying, man. Rashid, you maybe you need to go do some research, bro. Rashid Shaheed is a dude that had, like, he got over 10 kick returns and punt returns. You don't know what the hell you're talking about, Reginald. You need to go do some research, partner. All right. Tedra says, okay, starting out of the nine football injury list, nine, not on the team, I bet. Okay, thank you, Tedra. Yeah, he hurt. He dealing with some injury right now, but they got him listed on the 90. so, you know, we'll see. All right okay Reg- Reginald saying get it right about me. Uh, okay, I don't know Reginald, I don't know Reginald, who are you talking to on there, brother? I don't understand all right, all right uh scoops, uh thank you bro, for being a member for twenty eight months and uh Carla for nine months, appreciate you baby It's a lack of real heroes uh, i mean it's just it's at some point when you become a man bro um it's there's it's a condition like the culture, it's like all of the culture it's like at some point. The culture got turned away. It's like when you create something that's positive and empowerment, the society and the people who run the society, not regular people at this level. I'm talking about these people up here who got the influence of these these uh, these platforms. They don't they don't want it to be that way because they don't want competition. All this is because they don't want competition. So it breeds a culture of you be a football player, you be a rapper, you be an entertainer, as opposed to you owning a distribution company. As a pole that that helps entertainers distribute their music throughout the world, you owning radio stations that that move uh, stuff like you see what I'm saying. That layer of thinking, that being on that role of thinking, not being the worker bee here, but the owner bee. You see the, the the guy at the top that's there. And if you got there, then you would be you would create competition. They don't want competition there. They just won't be a bunch of ravenous dogs that sit up there on top of that and control everything. You can't let that happen. And we can't you can't be that mad at them because we complicit with helping them now. We know we got to stop turning our children over to this crap out here. We gotta be able to stand up and, and take a stand. The moment you take a stand at all ends. I promise you that that's how it works. So yeah, it's 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 all about imagination. People got to understand. One, you can, you can they can have they need to have more football leagues out here. If there is all kind of funny business going on and people don't like what's going on, like the Sesame Street street or whatever that crap is that I seen with the little thing, didn't look at the kids and all that, man, if that actually is going on over there, then you have the, you don't have to do nothing but economically boycott. Them. Look at what your ancestors did back in the day when the people was doing that funny business with Rosa Park on them buses, what they did. They start carpooling, walking, riding their bicycles. What happened? Man, that collapsed all of that and so said you can still whatever you want. Then, you don't have to do nothing. None of that. Just be on code and do what you're supposed to do. And you'll change the dynamic by not participating, you know, pull and draw your money back. It's all it's simple. But a lot of like a lot of these impoverished situations, you don't have to be rappers and all this kind of crap. Be an owner, you know, own some stuff. Go own a team, own a league like Cube. Cube got the league. That's big. Own your own league, own, you know, going and own the distribution company of where these clothes where you go, not just having a little. You see what I'm saying? On that level. You know, it's like they want to just get there, and participate and just get fall in line. Stop falling in line and create the line. That's what I'm talking about. And until they do this, this stuff ain't going to change. It's going to keep doing the same way. They hear what they hear. What I'm saying is just whether or not you you got the balls enough to do it, because, you know, when you start getting up there in that air, then things get really hard. And you got you got the strength to deal with that. You might as well do it, because if you falling behind these other people, you're going to be lost forever, man. Bottom line. That's why I keep doing when people ask me about stuff. I always tell them the same thing. Do you and do you at the best you can and don't fall in line with these people. You represent who you are. You speak how you need to speak. You keep it real how you need to keep it real. I ain't going to tell you to fall in line and, and talk like that man or talk like that woman to make it. No. You create your own land. You create your own stuff. You create your own world. You don't have to live in nobody. Other, you don't have to live in nobody's world. Create your own world. That's that's what it takes to have imagination. Imagination simply is an image. It's, it's, it's a nation of images. That's all it is. Imagination It's it's a nation of images that come from you. You don't have to have their stuff. The cookie cutters. You create what you want and then you take it to the next next level. Yeah, it's going to be hard, but it's going to be hard anyway, fam falling behind is not the thing we need to do all the time sometimes you need to step up and step out you got that did you catch me on that did you get that all right so anyway uh bottom line is we gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna, try, I'm gonna get a few more in there i was uh, ranting and raving man so let me do that i'm good bro big ups to the fam thank y'all for well wishing man yeah yeah I, I hear you, school man yeah you them ain't there ain't nothing though <laughs> They weak. Them people you talking about weak, they have to break you down like this and then put all that stuff. But the moment you say enough is enough. You shrugged that off. They don't got no power. Them people don't have no power, bro, except for what you think they have. You know, everything driven on what you think. Like the moment you said this money ain't worth nothing, it's not worth nothing. <laughs> you get me? It's all driven. It's all driven by you. So when you say enough, it stops. But enough of you have to say enough to make it stop. You get what I'm saying? And that goes through whatever I'm talking about. You can apply that to anything. All right. So big ups to the rest of the fam, man. Listen. All right. C. Rob. What's up, babe? He says he said that's nonsense about Kamara. He's on board to create black banks. and hasn't spent a dollar of his NFL. Is he on it? Well, hey, bro, if I haven't heard anything about no, none none of that, bro. They talking about him uh, uh, with, with his decision making on the street, him fighting people and beating up people. All this other bank stuff that's good see rob that's I, I applaud that i applaud that i applaud the black bank thing bro i mean that's cool because you don't have too many of them just like you don't have too many farmers and all this kind of stuff that's cool you know i ain't mad at them for that we talking about the football acumen with him on the street fighting and stumping on people at five o'clock in the morning that's what they're talking about bro so you do one good thing over here and then this other thing is not a good it's not a good light he shouldn't have been out there doing that that was stupid that's what the people are referencing they're not talking about him with this other stuff. And, and then we saw about the rap thing. The rap thing, man, it, it's, it's been done to death, man. I mean, we, it, <laughs> it's been done to death, man. We need to do something else. That's the point is that you need to do something else. Do something else. All right. All right. Reggie said, okay, I got you, Reginald. I don't know. I ain't know what you were saying, brother. I, I, ain't, I, I ain't understand. I ain't get it. All right. Uh, who else we got? Uh, Gundam says, Oklahoma business in pride. 1908 was one of the problems. Until they destroyed it. Yep. But guess what? You can't stop there, fam. You can't stop. You got to learn from it, you know, and then not only that, but a lot worse than that was done. And that wasn't the only one in Tulsa. There was there was several dozen across the nation. You do your research. I'm a historian, fam. I do my research. And there were also ones that uh, where they just drowned the whole city, like they'd kill all the people in there and then just flood the city and then put a lake there and then boat on top of it. Did you hear about that? That was done. That was done. Something too. That's, they, got, they got videos out on there. People showing it. I'm just saying, whatever you build, you got to stand and protect it. You get what I'm saying? Did you catch that? You can't build something and then let somebody take it away from you. Whatever you build, you got to be just like you stand and protect your family and you won't let nobody play with you or your kids. That's what I'm talking about. And I'm not just talking about people that look like me. I'm talking about people that think like me. You get what I'm saying? Did you catch that? That's all I'm saying. Is that regardless of not, whatever you are and whatever you have, you can't let people come and take it away from you if it's worth something. You know? That's what I'm talking about. You have to be able to stand for something or fall for anything. And that's the whole thing with a lot of people. You gotta find your center and stand on the center and stand for something that that you know you believe in because they're gonna come with everything to try to push you off center. But it's all about you, baby. And if you standing righteously, man, God got your back, man. So I wouldn't worry about this weak ass people over here that's doing all this stuff to try to steal from people and take people stuff and all that, man. I, don't, nah, these people don't have no real power, bro. They really don't. It's all about what you think they have because you drive all of this. The moment you get tired, it stops. I'm giving you the game. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. History say the same thing. We've said, oh, you'll never get this. You'll never get that. People got fed enough. It all changed. The thing about it is they're good at spinning things to make it seem like it's something else. But the time is almost up, baby. Did you get that? All right. So, anyway, listen, man. I'm gonna get up out of here, fam. I appreciate y'all, man. I love y'all. Listen, I appreciate you for doing that and being who you are. And and uh shouts out to the fam and the platform and everybody who've been supporting me, man, through this really difficult time. Uh as well. Very difficult time for me. I'm undergoing, like I've been telling the family members. My sister passed away last Thursday, man. Um it's been hard. That's why I been, haven't been been doing shows, but listen, fam, it's difficult. It really is, man. And, uh, and I'm up and down fam. It's just, that's the best way I can describe it. It's up and down. So, uh, I just want to give you a shout out and to tell the family members out there, if you got loved ones, siblings, friends, whoever, the people that's close to you, um, I would caution you to, um, see them more. You know, talk to them, uh, go out with them, you know, because really the times are so crazy and things are happening out here uh, that you just, you know, don't take that relationship as granted. Me and my sister were very close and I lost and and it's a part of me that's lost, even though, um, you know, sometimes I'm good. Sometimes I'm not. Uh, I'm up and down, like I said, but I would caution the family members who have close people, friends, family members or people they love. You don't have to agree with everything they do. But if you love somebody, you love somebody, whether, you know, you agree with them or not, or half the time you agree with them, you respect them, you love them. Spend time with them, talk to them, Uh, you know, and, and uh, thank you, Derek. Um, spend time with them, talk to them, because these are very peculiar times, family. It really are. It's very peculiar times. And uh, appreciate and love the people around you to the best of your ability, because. You know, no person knows no person knows when the time comes. She was 44 years old, 44, you know, and um, nobody knows she had the world going for her. everything's going. She just bought a house. So a lot of stuff, man, is kind of you try to rationalize and make sense. But some of it, it's it's just not up to you. You know, a lot of it you have to be able to understand and just pray for clarity and uh, peace as well. So that's what I do. So uh, I appreciate all you guys for what you do and how you do and your support, man, as we keep it real, man, and, uh, move forward. So I love y'all, man. I appreciate all y'all prayers and all y'all spending your time with me today. And, uh, listen, I'm going to clock out on that, but I'll make sure I be back tomorrow. What tomorrow is Thursday. (laughs) The days is crazy, but I'll make sure I pop back up here tomorrow and talk to you guys tomorrow because it helps to talk to you. You know, I hope to kind of talk to the family about this. So With that being said, fam, I'm going to chop out on that. Y'all be safe out there, and I'm going to holler at y'all later, who that to you. Yeah.
1: Huh? Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. 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 Spost coma, yeah. This is where where we do that. 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 Huh? Like, Benson, I'm a hoot that I'm a who that sports coma. This is where we do that. We do that? Welcome, 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 welcome. Somebody, please, better help running this thing like Elf. I thank God, every day I'm not a felon. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much to- Touchdown. touchdown, the vision really belong to us now, so much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell, ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishing and you probably smell, the crooked referees are Roger Caddell, yeah like this and I'm a hoot at. every day I'm living, I'm a who that lose or winning, I'm a hoot at. it's the sports coma. this is where we do that, where we do that, at. where we do that, at. That's where we do that where we do that, do that, uh, that uh, boogie like this and i am a to who that i am a who that, that it's the sports coma this is where we do I'm that, that. that. you're listening to the sports coma yeah. with big q and the guys <laughs> on the p-r-o right. media network go.